once you join, then I'm going to get off and go on this. Wow, bro, you want my recording to suck dick? Thanks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm gonna fuck. Oh, Are you in it already? Or like, are like, are you joining? Like, it's you're not. It doesn't show that you're in here. Hang on. I wonder if it's because there's no mic attached to it. There we go. That's why. Yeehaw! Alright, hang on. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hang on. Hello, hello. Can you hear me, sir? Yeah. Okay, so that's weird. Why is it coming off of both? I, I kind of don't like that at all. I'd rather it come out of the. Because it's coming out of the iPad and it's coming off of. Of you too. Let's do both. Keep on talking. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Why is it doing that? Hang on. Apex hello, Legends. Hello, hello. Hello. See that? I can hear me. I can hear me perfectly fine. It's just uh I guess it's fucking going. This is fucking go. Yeah. Hello, hello. There's- Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Listen. Solid. Yeah, I can hear you. Hang on. This, I, this is uh this is not going the way I wanted to, but it sounds um, like a phone call. Yeah, it's basically like that. But I, what I mean by that is I don't want it to come off my iPad because I that's just fucking stupid. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, what like the sound is coming off your iPad or like the mic is working off the your sound iPad? is coming off my iPad, but I can I, I can hear you. That's why it's fucked, because I can hear you. Hang on. <laughs> This is a funny first half of the shit. Welcome to figuring out you know, how to do a podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out one day, honestly. It's not important. What's up, everybody? It's Joey. Nice to talk to you guys again. It's been forever. Listen, I'm going to come up with a really good excuse right now why I haven't recorded anything in the last... Um, let's pretend... It, let's say it's been one month. I think it's been four, but let's pretend it's been one month. Um so this is what happened i couldn't do the podcast for a long time and then i could and there we go that's it we're here Woo! so uh. with no wait what <laughs> i didn't say with no further ado without 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 further ado enjoy the podcast and then See, this is like where you put the interlude and then you say, <clears throat> All right, guys, today on the second ever COVID edition of uh, Joey's podcast, I have a very special guest, probably one of the most special guests we got here. A man who needs one introduction because you'll never forget him after that. Jerome. What's up, guys? Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can totally hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're like doing this thing remotely, obviously, because uh, yes. young young Joe's coming off a COVID bender. And... We're not together. Jerome is far far north in the uh, in the northern northern regions of the the great country we live in, and I'm in the south part. So Dude, we're in, we're in the, the same state. <laughs> long ass state. Thanks really long. To, uh, technology, the powers that be, you know, um, we're able to do this now. 
Yeah, I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day going, bro? My day's going pretty good, Joey. How's yours? It's going good. We started the morning together um, by playing a few rounds of video games to get like the uh, the, the jitters out. I feel good, like. I didn't good. do that honestly. I I was like, you know what? We can. You know how Joe Rogan goes to dinner with his with the, the people who go on this podcast. And I can't yeah. afford to take you to dinner, nor can I afford the drive up there, nor can I afford the spread. So we could uh, talk about what it would be. I mean, we're me and you are both very very avid ramen connoisseurs. Ooh. And, you know, we've both dabbled a fair amount in the greater Bay Area's options of ramen. Are we talking about food? Are we doing food? I I get, I mean, that's just where it went. So, you know, I have not been to San Francisco in maybe about two months. I feel like I go up there quite often with my girlfriend just because we love eating food. Yeah. Uh, And I was going to say we love eating a specific type of food, but really we just like to eat. Right. But <laughs> yeah, seriously. But um, <laughs> yeah, dude, there's a few lists of food I want to go up there. Ramen is one. Ramen is always one. That mm-hmm. is, just, I'm a hot soup kind of boy. Oh yeah. But there's this new Indian restaurant in San Francisco that's a Michelin star. It's called like Pu Pu S F P O O H like Pu. Wait, is it Pu S F? So Pu F F. Wait, what? Pu S F. That's what I'm trying to say. We should go there, bro. Michelin star, but dude, hmm. the plates are like thirty bucks. That's not too bad. I mean, for I've paid for a fifty dollar bowl of ramen before, so like you know, when what? It, yeah, dude, it was uh, it was when actually at Mencho. They do like a the wagyu ramen. You did the wagyu. Oh, yeah, man. I went. I woke up one day and I was like, I'm hungry. I looked outside. It was like overcast. It was freezing cold. I was just like feeling a little stuffed up because I slept with my window open. You know how that gets. And then I was just like, I want some ramen. And, you know, I, I remember Mencho. Like, if you get there early, they do like 10 bowls of Wagyu ramen a day or something oh, yeah, it's like rarity. that. It's a rarity. So, like, I called them. I said, You guys have Wagyu? And they're like, Yeah. I was like, Can you save me a bowl? I've never had it. I want to try it. And, like, you know, this was like at lunchtime. And they were like, Yeah, come through. And then I showed up and I was able to get it. And, Fuck, it was so good. Was it good? Because I've always been scared to try it because... Okay, when I go there, I know what's good. It's just the normal, like, their standard. Their standard is absolutely amazing. It blows the socks off of anyone who tries it for the first time. At least in my opinion when I've taken people there. But Mm -hmm. I've always been a puss able to be like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, you know, avant-garde today and get the, the Wagyu. Because I always get scared <laughs> it's gonna not taste good. And I'm like, well, obviously it's gonna taste good. It's 50 bucks, right? Right. Again, I agree with you. Like, that's such a risk. Like, you know, we're not... We're like, I don't, I'm personally not rolling in the dough. So like when you try and tell me it's like $50 for a plate of food, I think of like, oh, if you're going to go to a steakhouse and pay $70 for like a mid-grade cut of meat, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you might as well shell out 50 bucks for a bowl of like some renowned ramen. Like that's exactly. like, no, like that's logical. I'm the Lord look like a dummy right now, bro, because I have never done that shit. That that just sounds like I need to do that next time. I'm gonna go up. Let's do that next time I go up to SF. Everyone now, you know where we live. Oh <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, I mean, anybody who's listening to this, you want to like come through San Francisco, eat some good food, hit your boy up. Yeah, I don't mind. Right <laughs> yeah, up in the house. Yeah, man, I'll show you. A good Watch time. your ramen bowl too. Watch your ramen bowl. Bring your bring your own spoons. COVID. Is there any um, concerts <laughs> going up up north right now? Oh, 
dude. I actually just bought tickets to see uh, Suicide Boys in August. Suicide uh, Boys? I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen Suicide Boys, and they're like one of the most like lit like concert groups. Like, if I was like, like if I was to pick like, uh, like a lot of hip hop concerts now are taking influence from like the earlier like uh, slam dancing and like all that kind of shit. So it's like you see like mosh pits at like rap concerts, right? So it's yeah. like you know all the like mumble rappers try to like emulate that, but like I feel like the the people that like really like embody that culture like really well and we can just get it we'll, we'll just dive right into this travis scott like you know i'm like diving right into music travis scott is like one of my favorite artists and one of my favorite things about travis scott is like the electricity and like performance man like when if you've been to a show like they're crazy they are fucking insane and when um the whole astral world thing popped off like and like uh, like back in November, right? Like all those people died. Mm-hmm. Like it just—it's a testament to how insane that those shows can get, and how like serious it is. So like you know, jumping from Suicide Boys to Travis Scott, but like that's like the same kind of brand. Like now, like as I'm old, as I'm aging, I'm just like if I'm gonna go to a concert and I'm gonna be beat and I'm gonna be sweaty and I'm gonna be tired, like anyway, I might as well be going crazy. And if exactly. I'm gonna, be, and if I'm gonna be paying for a show, like if this is a Bay Area logic, if I'm gonna be paying for a show, like if I'm gonna like take the Bart train to SF, or like you know, like if I'm gonna be doing that, the logic is is like I'm gonna go crazy because like this is, it, Dimson, it's yeah, a I, it's a luxury. I'm in this. I exactly. It's a once in a lifetime rage fest. I mean, you gotta go hard. Right. Funny, the only time I've ever done a mosh pit was at the most unmosh pit place of all time. That was a Kanye <laughs> concert, and it was for that song, that part, the Schoolboy Q song. That's so sick, though. Like, yeah, you it know? was awesome. It was freaking awesome, but I just mm-hmm. thought it was so funny because it was so tame. It was like me and like five other people, and like mm-hmm. we started it, and then you know, obviously, people all around did it too, but not because of us. But it's just funny because they just grabbed me like, "Yo, bro, we're gonna we're gonna go crazy like with the beat drops." I'm like, "Oh shit, this is my first time. I don't know what to do." I remember, uh, I think it was 2016, I went to the uh, 808 and Heartbreaks anniversary. Oh, you went to the Hollywood Bowl? Yeah, dude. dude and it was you so, went to that? I went to that. And so many, like, it was so funny seeing, like, dudes with, like, pink polos walking around with, like, fucking backpacks and shit. It's just like, like, oh, my God, you guys are such fucking, like, you guys came out of the fucking closet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys were hiding in there for a decade. Like, when is old Kanye coming back? Yeah, uh, so they with their outfits on. Just, they, they were hung up in the closet themselves in the outfit. Just, just like, they're just sitting there. Hung up in a polo and back. <laughs> they, got, they got the Murakami like bear head like costume they hat. They got the old the high top like bootleg. from downtown LA. Like it just kills me, bro. So I was just uh, that was that was concert, sick. Concert outfits. I was gonna talk to you because you mentioned it, but I think uh, how do you feel about that? Whenever I go to a concert, I try wearing my. Probably my most, I don't give a fuck if this gets destroyed, clothing. So, so I know it's not dishes. Um, when I went to that Kanye concert, everyone was wearing Yeezys on the ground floor, and I was wearing some, sh- like, some really shit shoes I got from, um, um, what's it? Journeys. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, seriously, exactly. And <laughs> everyone was wearing Yeezys, and I was like, man, everyone's shoes are getting really fucked up right now. Everyone's a dumbass. Like, yeah. yeah, and I was here, like, here, I, I, here, here. 
I'm just looking around, looking at all the shoes. I wish I had them. Like, oh man, these are all gonna get destroyed in about five minutes. Right. <laughs> and you know, you know me, Joe. Like, you know, you know. Their shoes. Everyone got trash, and then I'm walking out with these trash shoes. But at least they weren't worth four hundred. Right, dude. You know me about sneakers and like mm-hmm. how into the game I- I've been throughout my like adult life. The true and sneak, man. I love. You really have been, honestly. I, I mean, I love it. I mean, at the end of the day, I keep it modest. Like, I only buy shoes that I know I'm going to wear. And I think that's fair to, like, everybody, like, everything going on. But, like, at a show, bro, like, I just told you what kind of shows I'm into. I like, like, metal. I like metal shows. I like high-energy shit. I like okay. things that, like, that are going to, like, fuck me up at the end of the day. I'm just like, yo, that was crazy. Those are those are a little too much for the old boy, but my God. That, that, <laughs> man, it always sounds fun. You, you know my homie, Sean, and... Yeah, shout out Sean. Shout out to Sean. Sean went out. Sean went to a like a like a little concert man a few days ago, and he was like telling me like, man, I forgot how fun it is to go to a, like a like a mosh pit and be a big guy and swing around. I'm like, damn, that's funny. Like, I, the only two people I know who enjoy doing mosh pits are two big guys, and we know both of them. It's Sean and it's our our friend Big Miguel. <laughs> big Miguel. Like, oh, I love Bro, you like destroy everybody. Like, what? Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, I went to Tyler the Creator with uh, our, our other homie, big homie, Jose, and it was just a bunch of tweens and like, you know, and we were just in the pit and they were just like, okay, and uh, Igor's theme comes on because this was the Igor and we were just like, oh, shit. And then I felt my elbows like there's just this thing like you got to have a you, you got to hit lat day if you're going to go to a show and you're, you got to because you got like you just get the little hype and you get the little chicken wings because then your elbows start like flaring out like, oh, I got to push this motherfucker. And like you just start pushing them out and you're just like, yo, man, like let's let's rage. And then next thing you know, if you got two guys, it takes two guys to start a mosh pit. You just got to one guy. You guys are facing each other adjacently and then you just elbow these little fucking kids out the way and then you got this gap of air and then what happens is there's usually like a little like five foot two girl that like jumps in the middle of that little space which because she she can't breathe and she's over here like sweating she can't see shit in the show like it's hilarious like you see them they're like dying (laughs) they're like (laughs) it's hilarious like i see it at every show i go to there's always like wrong though i mean i went to that i went to i was it the igor tour that you went to yeah Okay, that same exact thing happened to me, but shoot, I went with my friends and we just bumped into some like younger kids and they were like, oh my God, you guys are so freaking rude and everything. And it's just like, dude, everyone's bumping into each other. Like, what do you want me to do? There's like right. 10,000 yeah. people packed into the sardine of a room and you're telling me you're mad that I bumped into you? Oh God, you're gonna hate when everyone else does it too. No, no, so like we, we're, we're starting this pit up and like by all means, like, I'm not mad at this girl because she can't breathe. Like she's jumping into that little space we created for safety to like catch a breath. Cause she's getting tossed around, like you know what I mean. Oh, like, yeah. She's getting smushed. She's in between like two six foot tall guys, and she like is staring at the back of this dude's shoulder. Like she's just not having a good time. <laughs> six and foot, it, bro. Yeah, like and it's just funny because, like, you just jumped into the middle of the mosh pit, and it's just like you. It's ironic because it's like you think you're safe and you can breathe and everything, but all the chaos is about to ensue in this one fucking area. <laughs> So it's just like funny seeing their face, like oh thank God, and then just like fuck. By the way, a human being just crashed. Yeah, dude, it's exactly that. It's like you're, it's like you come up from getting thrashed by a wave, and then you just see the next one rolling in to fuck you up, and like about ten times taller than the last one. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Those, so 
so like my my whole uh my whole concert fit thing i actually have a thing every concert i go to i lose an article of clothing huh? right so like i box like underwear like what it, every time i lose something so last time it was a beanie um i saw that seems like it might be easy to lose during a concert oh absolutely it was yeah that was it's mostly headwear it's mostly been headwear but there was one time where freaking hats all your fitted hats r.i.p there was one time i lost my shirt at a travis show and then i just bought merch and i was cool (laughs) (laughs) do you always buy merch when you go depends on the artist because uh like merch quality like i'm never buying an opener's merch ever again i bought those things disintegrate one one time in the shower. I mean, one time in the in the in the washer, it just turns to dust. Bro, I put on. I got a shout out to Boss. I love Boss from Dreamville. I bought. Uh, I went to see ASAP Ferg at this show. I lost my like favorite Lakers hat, which like really killed me because it was at the Palladium in Hollywood. And some guy was being a dick, and he was like grabbing up on girls. And me and my me and my little cousin were up at the front row. And he was like grabbing up on girls, and then this girl was like right behind me, and I heard him say it. So like, I turned around and I was just like, "Yo, bro, stop being a dick." You know what I mean? And I just like, and then he like pushed my shoulder, and then I just kind of like reached over and I'm self-incriminate, but I decked him. (laughs) I like, I I, like, I was just like gonna push him, but I just turned around. I was just like, I reached over the girl and just decked him, like I bopped him in the face, and like he just like bounced back like into like the crowd. I was just like, okay, he cool. Just in the crowd, he punched him into the crowd. Yeah, like, he just like, he just disappeared. And then like later in the show, he came back and he grabbed my hat and he threw it on stage. And the craziest shit was Big Sean was a guest at that show. And Big Sean saw my hat fly on stage. And then he like looked at me and he was like, that's your hat. And I was just like, can you give me my hat back? And Big Sean didn't give me my fucking hat back. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's fucked, dude. I'd sue good music right now. He's uh, not even, Kanye. Big Sean. Help me out, help me meet Kanye. Yeah, right? But Big Sean's not even a part of good music no more. Oh, freak. Yeah. Uh, never mind. I guess we won't be singing Kanye. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the, only, just, the only celebrity I think I, I'd want to meet. Also, no one would ever know if I met him because I would definitely never take a picture. I told you how I came up on like uh, going to the release party for Jesus is King, right? Yeah, so you told me you went with Amanda. I remember. I went, went with, with Amanda, a- Amanda and Jose. And Jose, yeah. You told me it was a great time, though, right? It was amazing. It was dope. I was literally right in front of Kanye. I got to yeah. touch Kanye's hand. I got to be like Kanye. I love you. <laughs> like it was I dope. Gotta, yeah, dude. I need to live that experience one time. I've been to a few. Yeah, obviously, I've been to like two, three concerts, but. We got to go to one together, but I got to get close. I got to say hi. No, yeah, dude. Like, uh, every, like, I I got some outlandish stories, outlandish concert stories, because when I'm there, something happens to me where I just lose all fucks to give. I'm like, like, I'm literally sitting there and I'm just like, I'm here. What's the worst that can happen? Like, you know, like, I'm going to go. That's endorphins, bro. You're just feeling it when you see all those people like, yeah, I could do it. I could do this. Yeah, bro. So I try start to feeling like a performer yourself. I started. I'll jump on stages, man. I'm fucking crazy, and that's like, and that's why I love shows, and that's why I keep going back. Ten so like, to this drone does do things like that. Drone is crazy, sad, crazy. But that's sad. the best thing going for us. We good. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, life's too short, man. Like I'm I, 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 right now while doing this podcast, guys. That's how crazy I'm. And I'm in a dark room. <laughs> I'm, on that, I'm on that uh i'm on that riddler the riddler kind of grind right now yeah some dark night dude no hell no i'm not have you seen that movie 
Dark Knight? Of course, man. Do you like it? Uh, the most recent one with Pattinson? Yeah, with Pattinson. Um, I, dude, honestly, that one made the Riddler my favorite. It used to be Joker, but Riddler is now my favorite uh, villain from Batman. Dude, because of that so movie. movie. So, like, at the end, there's the end credit scene. Where, uh, like, for a split second, like, a, like not even a split second, like, you know, a split second of a split second. Like, there's a little QR code that pops up, and you gotta just, like, catch it. And then it takes you to this website. And then you can download these files. I think I still have the files on my phone. But you can download these files of like all like all these like newspaper clippings it looks like you're the one planning out like the like the everything against batman it's so sick it's like i i i love details and shit like that you know like, yeah I'm, i've seen that qr code thing pop up i find him as a villain very funny right yeah funny, funny because he has like a tiktok and shit and followers and i think that that cracked me up in the movie theater when they first <laughs> hey guys uh how you doing <laughs> it feels like me introducing the podcast <laughs> It feels like they're just making a parody of like real life shit, you know? Like, just like, dude, people that do that shit. Like, changed, changed my perception on politics because this is not a, yeah, so obviously to, to tell everyone who listens, whoever's made it this far, whenever this gets published, which should hopefully be, you know, you guys don't know what this is going to be. I'm not going to detail this. Anyways. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not trying to make this political at all. But I have those kind of like, you know, like, man, we should get rid of, you know, corrupt politics. And almost like how he goes about in the movie, I thought about like, man, that's the only way to do it. And then in the movie, when he starts doing it, I'm like, oh, man, this is really psychotic and crazy. Like, maybe this isn't the best way of going about doing a revolution. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I disagree. I see, disagree with see, you. I was about to say that. See, because now I feel like <laughs> Hollywood is telling me I shouldn't be doing this. Is Hollywood telling me this? I mean, if you really think about the history of our country, right? Like, again, not to get super political. We had a literal fucking revolution. We had a civil war. And these were over disputes and, like, disagreements. So, tea, like... Tea. Right. So, it's like, if we're looking at, like, 2022, the most complex time in human history, right? To our knowledge. And... Like, if you look at all the shit that goes on, like racism, gun violence, whatever the fuck it is, bro. Like, whatever issue that you want to talk about, whatever, there's a bunch of them. Take your pick. But, like, <laughs> when you like when you think about it, it's like our system is so, cent like, centralized around, like, just bullshit and, like, lies and money. And, it's like, a bunch of thumb twiddling and money being greased up. Yeah. Right, man. So, like, when I see, like, uh, somebody who's fed up and is, like, willing to go the lengths of that, I think that person, like, initially is crazy. I think, like, the ways that they can go about things are crazy, which I agree on that standpoint. Like, I don't think you got to murder a bunch of innocent people to get your point across. But, like, I do, I do believe, like, you know, like, this is, again, not to get political, this is where, like, my beef with the Second Amendment happens. Because I'm just like, if we needed to go against the government, that's cool. But, like, if... like, But I don't think, like, you should just be walking around taunting, like, fucking guns and, like, killing people. That's fucking horrible. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like... It's, it, it's a super... It's very, like... 
it manifests like and it like really shows the divide that like happens because there's a divide within an individual within myself and then it's just like well there's a bunch of people just like me and then there's a bunch of people that aren't like me that think differently so it's just like just imagine the magnitude of what the divide really is and yeah. it's like when you talk when you ask me about it yeah the easiest way is to take out the nintendo cartridge blow on the fucking cartridge hit reset and smack the motherfucker back in and see if it works <laughs> But like you know, that's it's not that easy. <laughs> no, I wish it was. Don't we all wish it was? You just oh. hit, you just turn off the Wi-Fi router, turn it back on, and everything's better. Right? Yeah. If, if shit don't work, turn it off first. Turn it back on. See if it works. Like, oh man, how do you feel about uh, new Apple pro- the, the WWDC, bro? Yeah. Like- all right. So, forewarning before we continue on this, Jerome and I just like technology. That's it. Nothing else. There's nothing else that goes further deeper than this question. Pretty um, much. I thought it was great. I thought to everyone that's listening right now doesn't know what this is because they're not a fucking nerd. WWDC is an Apple event where they show the new Apple software that's going to come out later in the year. So um, I love the, this. This is my favorite Apple event of the whole year because I learn all the new features. And then when everyone's asking me in about, you know, four months that I don't know shit because no one knows how to, you know, look up answers anymore. I know <laughs> all the answers and I'll give it to them because I am unfortunately altruistic to the to the T. I hate it. I hate uh, being this person sometimes. But hey, to everyone listening to this, don't even bother. Don't even watch WWDC. I'll tell you in a few weeks. I'll tell you in a few months. I mean, I mean, my take on that too is like i'm that resident technology geek in my family and like in my friend base too so it's like everyone just like asks me stupid ass questions when apple like really works so hard to make so many like light up uh, and colorful and easy to read <laughs> yeah. graphics and shit I that are it's... that are practically so entertaining like you know exactly. what i mean exactly i um and, but the funniest thing to me is whenever I show someone like a cool feature, like, dude, look at this feature. And they're like, whatever. And then, you know, <laughs> like when it comes out, they're like, oh my God, they like rediscover it for themselves. It's like, this is such a cool feature. And I'm like, yeah, I told you this four months ago. Uh, hey, so you know? here's my, here's my take. Here's my take on this. Uh, so like, undo. No one's a dumb, well, on, sorry. No one's a dumb bitch. Sorry. Just to let anyone know that. <laughs> Keep on going. Bitches, I'm not afraid to say yeah. it. But, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't care about most people's feelings. Like, But, um, you know, I'm still a nice guy. But uh, the undo messages, I think that's like such a... That's such a cataclysm. I feel like that thing is going to create so many, like... Like, it, it's just going to... It's just going to... Like, the unsend and resend and the edit, right? Yeah, like yeah. I feel like it's just gonna create so many toxic situations. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna fuel fuckboyery amongst a lot of men. Oh, that, it's gonna like, be a rise in the culture, dude. Like, like, think, yeah, no, think about, think about when uh, unsend hit Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, and how did that react? It's like a guy shoots a shot at a girl. The girl ghosts his ass, and boom, unsend. Mm-hmm. Or, well, oh, for every girl <laughs> listening to this, just don't update your phone in the fall, and you're still gonna be able to see everyone's text. So, oh, what I should not have said that. Oh, Cl- oh disclaimer. Oh, oh, cut that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> cut that. Not just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's, dude, I feel the same way. When I was looking at that, I'm like, man, this would have been cool if I was a young kid again. But I'm also an adult. <laughs> I, ain't, right. I ain't need to be lying to people in anyone. I'm a grown yep. ass man now. Yeah, man, we live in a 20, world. 18 year old Joe, you would be like, whoa, cool. 
Cool, but, I get to get to fuck around. <laughs> but it, now I'm just like, oh yes, yes, my my daughter, my son will love this feature. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> my hypothetical. Yeah, I'm not that. Hypoth- yeah, right. Dude, I just turned 29, and my goodness, the more and more I look around me, man, it's crazy to know how many people lose their hair. Really? Yeah. Right. No, dude, people lose their dude. All right, for everyone listening, me and Jerome are. We're, uh, we're POCs. So we uh, have a lot of hair. So yeah. because of that, um, I look around at me and dude, I feel like half of the people, half of the guys I know that are like in this game, they're starting to fall. Like, it's crazy. You know what I think? Uh, I think that has to do a lot with the food we eat. I feel it like there's already like statistical, like I, I'm no fucking doctor, but I like to read things sometimes. Disclaimer, but- disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> I have to clarify that, you know, nowadays. But, uh, yeah, I know. I know that there's, like, a this generation, like, our generation has, like, a, a significant decrease in, like, testosterone, like, within our, like, hormonal balance and stuff. I've heard that. And I, I, I definitely think it has everything to do with the food that we eat because, like, it's just the industry and, like, you know, capitalism. Woo! Yeah. But, um, you know, this... Um, oh. see, you're right, and because of that, I've been eating a lot of bull penis and testicles just to get that man up in me. Oh, shut the fuck up, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard about that, though, man. Um, crazy shit. Who knows? Who knows? I was right. the Hill episode with about, like, any more tea and stuff, because Hank was, like, starting to be a little bitch, like, the older he got, and, I, and he started taking tea, and he was, like, a big old man again. <laughs> so, such a funny episode, because it's I didn't know you decreased tea so much in your 30s. I don't know right. anything about this, guys. I'm not in my 30s, but my God, I don't know what's going to happen to the old Joe. Oh, yeah. Okay. So to get back on this, more people I notice around me are getting bald, right? But dude, I'm getting gray hair like crazy. I mean, like, that's normal, though. I, think. I don't like that shit, dude. I, my, dude, there's gray hair in my my facial hair now. I, I was going to say beard, but that made me sound bald as shit, too. I have one gray hair on my chest. And I saw that shit. I was like, man, I look like a freaking old man. I look like a silverback gorilla right now. <laughs> Just old ass silverback <laughs> gorilla. <laughs> Like, hair on my chest and shit. Dude, I like. I, I have a, I have a mixed relationship. That I just realized that. My dad, my dad has like a like, my dad has like a perfect head of gray hair. Like it's like so cool because my dad like well, everyone. I don't think you've seen. Have you seen my dad? Movie? I've never like, seen your pops. My pops. I remember like one time when I was a kid we went to church and my dad got dressed up in this like slick like italian suit is like real nice and like some dude looked at my dad like one of my friends and he goes your dad looks like a fucking mobster <laughs> and ever since then i never looked at my dad the same because he, he does he looks like a spitting image of like a fucking soprano mob, mobster mentality bro he's got that fucking slick back hair like this and he's got this like really like fresh head of like fucking gray hair and i'm just like i have a, like a healthy like relationship with like gray hair because i look at my pops and i'm just like i hope i look like that dang see that's that's such a that's such a good thing that you have that young because my mom since like maybe from me being eight to now has always dyed her hair and i definitely get my genetics from my mom because my dad Mm. barely has chest hair my man's got like three chest hairs in the middle and he's starting to gray out now that man's been you know dark jet black hair till like 45 48 and now he's starting to gray out my mom more than likely 
is super gray and she just does not want to reveal it to the world. She's just blonde all the time. So I do not know what my mom's natural hair color is anymore. I'm assuming it's gray, like beyond gray. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. I'm going to be like that in like 10 years, maybe. You know what I hate though is like, as like, this is that time where like our 20s was like so much fun. Uh, for well, like it's like it's kind of like the peak of your health in a way, the way I look at it, because it's like that point. It's like that last point where you're still growing. Really? And, I, oh yeah. Well, keep on going. Sorry. Yeah, no. But like I think of it that way. But it's also that time where like reality hits you and you start realizing like how important like your health actually is because mm-hmm. like because then you you know like and now I don't want to do anything. Or like, and that's that's like, it was like you know when you're younger you're just like I'm gonna get smashed and I'm gonna wake up and go to class the next day <laughs> like you know what I mean like and just handle oh, that like go to work yeah I can't do that, that is, shit that no is more. such a funny sign of age that is the ultimate sign of age if you don't see it physically you feel it when you drink right and it's like I I it was just I opt out for water now I yeah. like, I'll eat a fruit and it's like yeah no I like to drink don't get me wrong yeah. I like to have a good time with my friends. But, like, I feel like I'm more conscientious now. I'm more like, okay, we got to plan this out. Because yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm not just going to pull up and I'm like, you know. I need a gallon of water before. I need a meal before. I need a meal and water in between. And then I need yeah, to man, I'm fucking, before I go to sleep. I'm fucking calculated, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I'm strategic with this shit now. <laughs> like, I, need, I need to be like that because, dude, oh, my God. I, I don't drink hard at all as an adult. When I was younger, I used to drink a little bit more. You know, obviously, being, mm-hmm. you know, being in college and shit. But, yeah, of course. dude, my goodness, if I have like maybe three drinks, I will feel it so bad the next day. And that's me eating, drinking water. I drink a gallon a day. I drink water consistently. Right. It's I'm it's like, amazing. Dude, I'm like, dude, I'm all, I'm I'm keeping hydrated all the time. But dude, three drinks, four drinks, don't even forget about it. I won't even function as a human being. I get two days. What? For three drinks? Two days? <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Because the first day, you're just like, oh, it's like a typical hangover. You feel like dog shit. The second day, your brain feels like dog shit only. And so you're like in this disgusting hangover haze. And you feel fine, like body-wise. It's just like your brain feels like it's... Your brain feels like it's been in the microwave too long and you left it in there. And it's just like, whoa, you forgot about me, bud. That's wild, man. Two-day... Uh, ha- you lost me at two-day hangover. I never yeah, had one of those. You're 29. <laughs> dude, it's gonna be awful but it's all good you know like as an adult you know i had my fun whenever is that I what is that what comes with the season pass it comes with the- <laughs> as soon as you hit 29 bro you start you get like a little highlight reel of your life like your brain does it it's like ios it's like ios 15 whenever it does like the albums or your past memories it's like all the times you had fun when you were 20 <laughs> remember when you were healthy <laughs> yeah, let's, go, let's go back on that that is a funny thing too because I haven't sustained so many injuries in my life, but I do know a lot of athletic people, a lot of my athletic friends who have like knee injuries or like, you know, stuff like that. And man, yeah. do they do they say like every single time, like, dude, I need to stretch, my knee hurts so bad. Things like that. I have so many friends like that. And yeah. I'm starting to feel about that by my lower back now. Oh. I used to deadlift a lot when I was younger and I feel like I didn't do it right for a certain number of times. That's not mm-hmm. anyone's fault. Anyone who trained me, uh, that was just me. Too much texting at the gym at body exchange. But, <laughs> dude, like... Sometimes in the morning, my lower back gets so stiff and so, like, achy. I'm just like, oh, dude, like, this is just like a pain in the ass just to stand. And I just have to lay down. I feel like, I feel like that makes me feel like the oldest man around. Dude. This man alive. Get yourself a foam roller. Those things are saved my life. I love them. 
I wake foam, up. Foam, foam, foam runners. I got some foam runners. Easy foam No. Runners. <laughs> don't, don't talk about my back big time, bro. Kanye, send us some free shoes. Kanye, but, shout out. Shout out. Yay. Shout out. Yay. Thank you, please. This is now sponsored by Adidas X. Um, yay. <laughs> Actually, cut that, cut that. I don't want to be sued. Yeah, for real. Don't do that. Now we're getting sued the next day. What do you have uh, planned for the rest of your day? Guys, this was just an impromptu. Jerome and I have been trying to plan this out. I flaked. He's barely flaked, but I flaked quite a bit. Um, I don't know what's happened in the last three-ish, two-ish, one-ish week, week of me not doing this podcast. How long has it been? I don't know. Time doesn't uh, it, You know, I've been on... I've been on break from school for a cool minute, and I've just been, like, existing, just kind of thinking about life. I'm with that. Like, you know, that's just kind of what I've been up to. I just, I've been in, like, a meditative state because it's, like, I don't really got much to do, and it's, like, this little short time that I have, like, off, it's, it's been hard to, like commit to something or do something or join something that like I would have to like immediately disconnect from because I already have like a larger commitment that I'm like taking time off of you know what I mean yeah so so like if I was to like sit there and just be like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna you know start this like little anything like you know or just hey I want a job here or like you know I wouldn't be able to commit to it like long term so it's like I've been kind of in this gray area where I'm just like coasting until like the next like little thing and like if you know me like personally like I can't sit still and I think the biggest part of like this year as far as like even throughout like this past two years like I've been trying to cope with sitting still and being able to sit there and like watch life go by and like not feel like I'm not doing enough or not feel like uh I'm missing out, you know, and not have like that existential FOMO dread, you know? Do you feel like sometimes when you have a big, like right now, um, do you feel like if you're not doing something productive in the time that you have, you know, time to relax and contemplate on what you want to do next, do you feel like you're wasting time? Yes, absolutely. But I think a big part, a big lesson in that, like this journey has been uh, uh, rest and recuperation are productive. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with that. I, I go back and forth with that idea a lot because I feel like life right now is just so hustle and bustle and like you got to have, you know, like you got to either have a high paying job or two jobs to, you know, live. Right to now. exist. Yeah. yeah. To exist right now. And it's just like, damn, like, it's just, exist, man, the hustle is just like, like, you, you know, know like life shouldn't be, I shouldn't be having to work all the you know you know what i mean like i'm not the, gonna diss our, our hunter gatherer ancestors but like you know life is quite different than you know going around chasing animals and life is way different than making ford cars you know five times mm-hmm. a week you know eight to five every day mm-hmm. i feel like there's just so much to life to it be wasted doing that and then whenever you get a break from that like consistent grind of working school working school like you know Mm -hmm. trying to find Mm -hmm. a new habit trying to do be productive trying to learn a new language all the new things definitely go out and do it but it is totally okay to be like okay what do i actually want to do what is life like is it just this hustle and bustle to the next the next checkpoint in life or can i just relax here enjoy what it is you know enjoy family enjoy all that time my I family. just I have such a beef with the, I have such a beef with that like word hustle because I used to 
I used to take it and I used to internalize it and I used to like make myself like this person where it's like when you sit there and use a word to describe it was oh Jerome Hustles and like I used to take so much pride in it but now it's like when people say that shit I just I cringe I'm just like oh I fucking hate that because like exactly what you said like when you sit here and you think about what this life is and it's like I think about all the beautiful things and all the good in it like of course life has bad things but like I'm starting to believe that life does not have to be complicated and life does not have to be hard all the fucking time. It definitely and, does not. And the hustler concept, like, and uh, the hustle mentality and the hustle lifestyle, it's it's toxic, in my opinion. It's it, it teaches people to neglect their emotions. It teaches people to neglect their physical needs. It teaches people to neglect their environment and the people around them sometimes. And neglect and, themselves. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you neglect your emotions, you neglect your physical needs. Like, you're neglecting yourself in, like, a total essence. And, you know, to, if you're spiritual shit, you you don't give time to, like, your spiritual sense either. Then it's like, mm -hmm. okay, like, what are you doing for yourself other than, like, you know, masquerading this, like, man-made concepts yeah. of money or like what what are you getting out of it you know so accumulating wealth for someone else mm. and you know being expendable beyond belief if, if you don't you know keep that hustle mentality i am um, yeah i'm with you too man i i used to yeah i used to get that all the time too like man you're such a hustler like you're doing all this and this and that and i was just raised on like you know i feel like a lot of people are but people raised like you gotta hustle to get somewhere in line and stuff and man i feel like sometimes you do that in some places when I get when I got older, I feel like me hustling has basically meant me picking up other people's shit that wasn't doing the work, and then not getting rewarded or not getting recognized for hustling, quote quote hustling. But to me, it's just like, hey, you're working and doing the work of other people. You're hustling. Good job. It's like we're not gonna do anything about that, and you're still just a, you know, a cog in a wheel and a machine to us. But thanks for doing it. And it just makes you look at yourself like, damn, is it, you know, like, you won't notice me. You know, like, you wouldn't change it even if I wasn't hustling. I'd just be like the other fuckers. And there'll be it someone else who would pick up my slack. So it's just like. Right. And like, like when when we used to work together, Joey, like. We um, used to work together, guys. Disclaimer, not anywhere in particular. We did used to work together. Yeah. Um, but when we used to work together, that's a good. I was exact. I, was, I felt. I feel like a fool looking back, like oh, because I like exact. Like looking back, I feel like a dumbass because I'm just like, you know, I don't think they ever like actually like you know, all the things that was told to me and all the little hype up and shit was never like actually for the betterment of myself. And that's like that's a really hard pill to swallow because you know I really enjoyed that time of my life too. Yeah, it's me not, too. It's not like all negative, but like. When you see it for what it is, you just sit there and you have to appreciate it for what it was. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I think that's just about like anything at this point. But like, it, it's, a, it's a very sad thing that like, you know, this, this mentality is just like, oh, people like start to respect people. And like, if you don't have that same like level of attitude towards something, then it's like you're underlooked and you're just like, or you're, you're overlooked. They're just like, whatever. Like you, yeah. you can't, and that's if anyone is planning to move to San Francisco or like the Bay Area, just understand that that's what you're getting yourself into. Like this place is, it's a great place to visit, but when you come and live here, it's a real hustle and bustle mentality. So like when you're here, if you can't benefit the person you're working with, they're not your friend, bro. Like, and that's like, what sucks is like, 
this city was like historically known for being like one of the friendliest places on earth one of the most like um accepting places on earth like it's home to like the civil rights movement it's home like shout out berkeley um it's home to so many it's home to like revolutionary things yeah things that we need and like you know and it's just like now it's turned into this place where it's just like oh we're just a bunch of people here trying to make money and take advantage of the next guy and like you know more power to you like you know everybody's got the right to do that shit but like at the end of the day it's just like we talk about like human values around here so much and we talk about like oh equality and this and that like you know like the root of this place but is it really that anymore because it's just a bunch of people trying to be richer than the next guy in my opinion i think san francisco is gonna sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no no it's okay go I feel like San Francisco is going to turn into, well, this is how I think most of the country and probably the world is going to turn into, but damn, this is going to get super, super meta and super like crazy. So how I, so how I see things, I think everything's going to be autonomous in the future. And I think kind of like right now, how people live outside of like really popular cities, let's say Bakersfield to Los Angeles, let's say mm-hmm. Oakland or the places more South of Oakland. I always forget the names, but yeah. um, you know, surrounding the Bay, like San Francisco and other places out there. Mm-hmm. everyone shuttles in to go work at these places already right and it, and it feels like already it feels like the poor people are just helping the people who are hustling and bustling the rich people getting by like we're just like there to make sure like they have a comfortable lives and then we just leave the city and then we go back to our homes you know two hours away to live in some shit like valley that is hot as shit has nothing as nice <laughs> as, the, as the bay and all that stuff and so in the future i feel like this is how this is my this is everyone this is a crackpot theory i feel like the metaverse and stuff like that i feel like all that kind of like living in a virtual reality is going to control machines in the cities so people don't even have to drive up there and so basically so the poor people don't have i mean the rich people don't have to look at the poor people working for them it's just all machines being controlled by the poor people back at their homes so it's like it's almost going to be like a kingdom of rich people just like in big cities like los angeles like san francisco like you know like that and it's that's just how I see it. I just feel like it's going to be less because people look down on poor people so much, homeless people so much. And these yeah. big cities have such big problems with that. I feel like it's going to be like, hey, we'll give you a home. Uh, you just got to work all the time making us burgers, making us coffee from this machine. It's, it's going to be crazy. Anyways, this is a crackpot theory. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't, I hope that none of that shit happens, man. But like, you know, you look at like what it is, like um, homeless people in California don't want to work so i don't think that'll ever happen and the reason i'm not saying that because i think homeless people are lazy i'm saying that because homelessness subsidized in the state of california like it's there's so many resources where like you can get food at like a bunch of different places for free there's people there i I was literally on the freeway yesterday and i saw the coolest thing ever it's a truck that has a huge ass water tank and a bunch of washing machines and it's uh it's i think it's dignity on wheels is what it was called I, like like I, oh, that's a pretty I'm, cool nut. yeah that's a pretty cool but nut. i just thought about like yo that's so fucking amazing it's like yo you guys are giving people the ability to clean their clothes like yeah. that that's such a fundamental thing like in the world that we live in like in, fir- in first world of course but like it's such a fundamental thing and i think it's like such a hopeful ass thing and it like that's just like it's so it's so cool but like it's it also breaks my heart because it's like we, we really got to do that 
you know like i think so dude there's that the whole the whole issue in itself is so complex on that too it's just so much stuff because mm-hmm. at that point i wish like man i wish all the people could like housing people and then like making them be sober for a good month and then you know helping them with mental health and stuff like there's just so many people out there that are just so unfortunately it's past such a bar of sanity because of being on the streets because of being treated like shit because of drugs because of issues that might have led them there i think it's just crazy man not to get in not not to continue further into this but things are getting more expensive and it's getting harder to live in most places that are nice now so it, it makes me feel like more inflation more of this stuff could lead to just more and more normal you know like people who are quote quote like low middle class or like people making it by are going to become homeless too at some point I think I think that I think this uh, one time I was talking to this guy and I'm sure he gave me a quote from someone else who got it somewhere else and someone who got it else but um, we were like on the topic does money buy happiness right and he told me that um, money does not buy happiness necessarily money just amplifies the kind of person you are so like if you're poor but you're a generous person and you get a bunch of money you're gonna just be an even more generous person if you're a stingy asshole and you get money you're gonna be a bigger stingy asshole with money and like the connection that i want to make to this is like we have so much money in this country and the it just goes to show that the people that have all the money like the government the billionaires the this the that like it just like there's so much money like i don't i i used to sit here and argue with people like why did this why does this guy have to like uh spend all his money that he earned in this and that and it's like at the end of the day it's like there's so there's a literal thing there's a bunch of people that have so much money on their hands that they don't know what to do with it. And and the fact that they don't know like what to do with it boggles my mind because it's like, don't you have a sense of morality? Like, don't you see the world? Like, yeah, you know, don't, don't you have like that conceptualization that like, oh, they like, I don't need this money. Like, I'm big chilling. Like, I'm set up. Like, why don't I help my friends out? You know? The funniest thing about that is I feel like I feel like most people, most billionaires are probably really egotistical fuckers, right? In person. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like, dude, wouldn't that like feed your ego so much if you're like, you know, like let's say Elon Musk, right? Now, this is not, I have a big thing on this too, because I kind of feel both sides of how you feel. This is just such a complicated issue, obviously. Nothing's black and white. But anyways, yep. um, like let's say Elon Musk, all that money he spent for Twitter, he could have, let's say, ended world hunger, right? Wouldn't the mm-hmm. ego in that be like, okay, guys, like, I would be egotistical if I was a billionaire and be like, hey, guys, I just solved a, like, timeless problem that humans have had since the dawn of existence. I just solved it right now. Mm-hmm. Erect a giant statue to me because I'm the shit. And I would be like, and people would be like, okay, I guess we have to because he did just end world hunger. And be like, dude, where's, like, wouldn't that feed your ego, like, crazy if you did something like that like i just feel like that's like the kind of thing you'd go down in history as like the first human being to end a literal like human being problem that has existed for four hundred thousand years like oh i solved it look at that like like i don't know that just seems like such a cool bragging thing to say like you know who i am i end world hunger like no one's gonna be like you know who i am i own twitter you know <laughs> like no one gives a shit about that. you know that's just how i would see it if i walk into a room of people i feel like i'd be more impressed with the person that saved the world rather than the person that you know, box up, it makes people sound even more stupid than they already are. I agree. I think, uh, but I also, on the yeah. other hand, I do think it's weird that for people to 
you know, want so much off of one billionaire and not yes. get the same out of your country. I think that's just so weird to be like, you piece of shit and be like, oh, wait, our government could do the same thing. What? Oh, wait, ooh, everyone's ooh. a piece of shit. <laughs> my, yeah, my rebuttal to the, the Elon Musk haters who say, like, you could have ended world hunger. It's like, do you realize that, like, since, like, the early, like, 19... I think after the after World War II, we became one of the most massive, like, grain uh, producers in the world. And we throw away just as much if not more food than is like capable like per month to feed the world for the month like I, like dude, because I, dude, trust me dude i feel the same i was about to go in on that too that's so funny you mentioned that. so like crazy. when you when you sit there and you try to tell me like it's elon musk's responsibility you want to know what elon musk is thinking about like i just i just watched his interview and he's thinking about like hey climate change it's a thing it's happening and we're mad at gas right we're mad at oil which is understandable but he he's so analytical he like undercut that whole perspective and he goes into the fact that hey on a fundamental level gas is a finite resource we're gonna run out of it no matter what whether climate change or not so why the fuck did we get into this in the first place yeah, because it's not. Yeah, because it has a limit at some point. Yeah, and the same way that Elon Musk thinks like that, I think, is the same way as him thinking of I could totally solve world hunger. This guy literally lives on Twitter. Like he posts memes and shit. Like he's there. He's like and Donald he, Trump, basically. He sees the people talking shit about him, but his brain is wired differently for him to just sit there and think. Well, it's like, why is it my responsibility to? like end world hunger because i have the ability to when i look at the issue and i look at the underlying issue and i see the underlying issues that we're wasting a bunch of food or we're we're not allocating resources properly we could be taking all this food and be trading it and actually like you know continuing the capitalist agenda that put us in this position in the first place like there's so many efficient ways out of it but like where is it going wrong and that's the way that the dude's thinking is how he, he thinks in efficiency he's a logical thinker and it's just like that's what most stem tech dudes are i'm one of them so like i can understand him on that sense but it's like don't go fucking pushing the fact that everybody has to have a sense of morality like you do because it's not realistic you no know, like you know some people are so ingrained in like their fields and so ingrained in their in their brains and their problems that they're focused on and solving that they're passionate for don't expect people to have that like you know that reach like it's just like it's unrealistic you want everybody to think like you then what the fuck's the point of individuality at that point yeah i mean man that's a <laughs> it's an interesting thing man um mob mentality is real but that's just like a totally different conversation jerome yes talking to you my friend sorry i know we were all kind of like getting there but i'm so hungry right now everyone to know i'm starving right now um, <laughs> it's also really getting hot now so i need to put on the ac so yeah saying jerome for everything we just said it's not about what you know it's not about where you live it's about the homies you meet Right? You know, problems. go outside, tell a tree you love the tree because yeah. it makes oxygen dab and shit. Tree. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> the branch might come back and get to give you a little dab, you know? You know, you know a little nug falls off. <laughs> <laughs>
but yeah man take care of yourself like drink your waters and you know don't be a piece of shit i think it's really simple to not do that don't be a people are annoying you to feel like well i'm better than that just walk away just be like i'm I'm good yeah i don't agree with myself like i can't i I, one i I have to tell you i can't tell you how excited i i was for this like i know it's impromptu and that was like probably the most like basic coffee chat that we ever had like we've been in some deep deep conversations before about shit and like we've talked about some crazy fucking things Mm -hmm. and like we touched on just like like we haven't really caught up in a minute and i like i'm excited for the in-person version of this because it's just gonna get better and i'm sure we're sharing one mic bro we're gonna be sharing one mic and we'll be passing the joint back and forth but like like, we'll see how that goes but like exactly i'm I'm Um, so stoked for that i can't wait for that man and yeah thank you for being able to do it today i'm I'm glad we got the jitters out playing video games and you know being being good friends and then getting back on this yeah Um, hopefully there's more obviously have a good oh. rest of your day, everybody. Everybody on this. I will edit some of this not you know, some edit this today and then you know hopefully get it out at the end of the day. But everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. An hour day. My first one was like 15 minutes. Damn. Anyone listens this whole hour, you're the you're the shit. Thank you're you. the fucking goat. Jerome, do you have anything to say? Any outros? Um, you know, I uh, just want to spread peace, love. I'm just fucking kidding. Get out of here, bro. Leave me the fuck alone. I got shit to um, do. <laughs> if the party ain't got Joe's, my intro is my outro. Oh, no, I got one.